Hello, hello. This is Captured by Sound. I'm your host, Alyssa. I'm just an audio girl ready to talk about everything from work, dating, hobbies, passions. Let's just go where it leads. As you can tell, the air conditioning has finally gotten fixed, so no more fans on, just the air going. The bunnies are asleep, so my little co-co-hosts are taking a nap. Today I'm going to be talking about boundaries, something that I've struggled with for so many years to set, to keep, to know when they are needed and appropriate. So let's jump into it. Allons-y. Let's go, guys. Boundaries. Boundaries. (laughs) I always never understood the concept of of setting a boundary, keep a boundary, even what it was, um, because I've always wanted to appease others and make them happy and do what they want and go with 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 their wants. So it was never really about my happiness and joy. It's been about other people's. And that's something I am taking back and boundaries is what helps me do it. So these are things that I've not really had in my life before. Like I said, like I did a lot of things to appease others and I threw out my worth to make someone else's worth more, um, which enough is enough and we're just going to move forward. <laughs> you can't, you can't just hate the past. The past is there and it puts if I didn't go through a lot of the things I went through, I would not be this woman I am today. I would not be opened to being so vulnerable and real with everyone who's listening. And I know the biggest thing for me is me showing who I am and my core is going to help someone else. And I'm going to say it every episode because <laughs> there's always going to be someone who's not going to agree with you and it's totally fine, but I'm sharing everything, not for attention, not because I feel jaded over past relationships or anything like that. Like I'm doing this so that others can grow too, because I've grown a lot and taking out that stigma of everything has to be perfect and everything that you put on line has to be like pinpoint and oh everyone has such a great life everyone shows exactly what they want to show me putting this podcast out there is trying to get real with everyone trying to be honest with everyone and like I said we're going through so many similar things at similar times and this is a season for growth for me and I'm going to expose that like I'm just going to be open and honest and just be the real me I'm going to tell you about some stuff that has triggered me wanting to do this episode. But the past couple of months, I've wanted to do an episode with boundaries and I didn't know how to go about it. And after last night, and I was talking to my my friend who lives in New York, shout out, (laughs) he's awesome. Um, And I told him what was going on in my life right now and how I was having a lot of anxiety about my dad coming home and my birthday coming up he simply said like you are allowed to draw boundaries to protect yourself 
that made me want to talk more about about this and like what my boundaries look like. So it's not just like boundaries I have to set with my dad, um, but I want to talk about like what boundaries look like, relationships with me, friendships with me, work also. I feel like the hardest thing for me to do when I'm setting boundaries is to actually say it. And I've learned that I am the type of person that if I don't voice it and I continue to be frustrated because people are not meeting my boundaries that I've internally said that I need but didn't verbalize, I self-implode first and then I explode. So first I get so mad and I just like, all inside internally and then I unleash and explode. And that's not healthy for me. That is not healthy for the person I'm exploding on. Like I learned to voice my truths in my feelings through therapy. And this is the example of all aspects of my life, Um, relationships, friendships, work. I hold on to everything instead of saying my needs I just hold it all in. Um, But I'm not going to do that anymore. I haven't been doing that. I've learned over the past couple years, I've continuously learned when I need to say that I need help, when I need to speak up. This trait has fallen in almost like every single aspect of my life, every relations, every friendships, all all of it. This this trait of just holding it all in and not actually expressing myself. At work, I tend to take on more than my pay grade. I tend to take on burdens that other people could help me with, that I'm like, I could do it myself, I could just figure it out myself, while I'm trying to do like four other different tasks at the same time. And it gets it gets me burnt out. And it gets me so exhausted when I when I clock out and leave that I'm just like, I don't want to talk to anyone, I don't want to be around anyone. It just it throws off my whole mood and I had I definitely had a breakdown in May and I I took time off from work and I was able to just like step back and realize like I cannot fix everything. I can only fix myself and what I can handle. I cannot make others step up and pick up the slack. I cannot pick up the slack myself. Someone else is going to pick it up. Like I can't take on all responsibilities. So my boundary now at work is expressing that I need help with something, that I need to be able to state like, hey, you need to go get X, Y, Z from the back since I'm currently doing this and you're standing there. Or tell them like, hey, you need to go over here, do this part. I need to go to the back and do this. Instead of being like, okay, I'm going to do this. And as soon as I get a second, I'm going to do that. Like I need to be able to let others help me and tell them I need help. So that's what I've been working on. It's been going so, been going well since May. I feel a lot less stressed. I'm, I feel more like, eh, someone called out, eh, we'll get through it. Instead of being like, oh my gosh, like, let me try to call someone in and then texting all these people to like, can you come into work? Can you come into work? Can you come into work? And then getting no, 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 no. And then be like, shit, what are we going to do? And being stressed out. And I'm just like, eh, whatever, we'll get through it. It's fine. It's just a few more hours. It's okay. And having that mentality of like, whatever it is, what it is at work is so much more easy. 
It's so much more less stress and it's not going to burn me out. My friendship boundaries. I've learned that I need to understand that friendships can grow and change and they're like, they're like the ocean tides. Like sometimes it's like so up there, like you're knee deep in the ocean and then it pulls back and it comes back. So it's, it's okay to have fluctuating closeness with your friends, but I know that I need to communicate when I need closeness and because we all have different lives and we all have things going on and we're not 100% right next to each other all the time. And I, I have three really close female friends that we're all in different stage, stages in life. I have one that is married with two kids. I absolutely love her. We have become more open and honest over the years and I absolutely, oh, I love it. I love it so much. I was able to talk to her about going to Nashville and I didn't feel judged. And she was like, I'm living through you. <laughs> I love her so much. Um, but I, I was a little hesitant, like expressing stuff to her, but we've, we've grown. We're, we're adults now. I met her when she was, oh my gosh, she was a teenager. <laughs> I met her when she was in high school and I was out of high school and she, she was, I mean, she is, um, the sister of a fellow that I had interest with. <laughs> I, I found a better friendship in her, with her than a friendship or relationship or anything that could have been with him. And I'm so thankful for that. I know that me meeting him was only a stepping stone to me meeting her and having a lifelong friendship there. The other good close friend is Mariella. Um, She's known me since I was 14, and we've definitely have had to learn that we are not the same people that we first met. A lot of eternal jokes and personalities are very similar, but there's been so much more growth over the years where I feel like I was always like the little sister of the group where everyone had to take care of me and make sure I was okay and make sure like nothing was too scary for me. Like I, like I was babied. I was completely babied and our other friends in our group kind of grew and didn't baby, baby me, but Mariella continued to do that. And it, it grew frustrating and we had a big blowout and we've rebuilt our friendship on the basis of the women we are today and realized like, yeah, like she naturally, nurtures me and babies me and takes care of me, but I will not feel like a baby anymore. <laughs> and I will respect, respect her and her growth and encourage her along the way. Cause she's no longer that, that, uh, tomboy that would punch all the guys. <laughs> she's a very attractive woman who punches all the guys. <laughs> and then there's my, my friend that lives here. Her name is Erica. I absolutely love her. Um, like any good friendship, we started off hating each other for no reason. And then we had a mutual friend that was like, you be friends with her. You be friends with her. I'm like, no. They're like, why do you hate each other? Well, because she hates me. And we've realized like that was all stupid and all girl things. Um, and we bonded over a random dislike for someone and then we we realized we were good friends and I absolutely love and adore that even though there is an age gap between us and she's younger than me 
that she over these years has grown into such an amazing woman and has really learned herself and learned voicing her feelings and needs and everything like that. So these friendships, it might have started off one way, but we've learned that with voicing voicing our our wants and our needs and just voicing who we are to each other, that we can actually continue these friendships for a long time and actually share lives with each other and it's that mutual respect that we have for another. So now the worst one of them all. Relationships. Like I said at the beginning and repeatedly said that I would do things to appease others. So in relations, I was the one who was doing everything for these narcissistic vanillas and I wouldn't say what I needed, whether it be just to have some intimacy, like saying like, I need time one-on-one and discussion, like real discussion to create an intimacy that I, I desired. Even voicing the simple fact like the last, mm, okay. So the eighth month guy, he was an okay kisser, but it was, I voiced that like my toxic ex didn't like to French to him. And he was like, that's weird. And then I'd be like, um, so why aren't you Frenching me? And he would then jokingly French me and be like, making those noises. And I'm like, this is not okay. And I, I never voiced it after. I was just like, okay. So I continuously let things slide to not rock the boat. And I'm completely done with that. Like if I'm going to be looking for someone to spend my life with and spend my valuable time with, then I'm not going to settle for bad kissers anymore. Um, I'm not going to settle for these these people that make me question myself. And Nashville informed me, Nashville showed me, Nashville taught me that it's not me, it's them. Nashville taught me that. It's a lot about being able to be like, to address things right away. Um, one thing that I know that I need to continuously set boundaries with in relationships is like I am such a planner I love plans I love time set stamped in stone things and it it definitely kind of conflicts with my introvert traits where it's like oh let's let's make a plan with friends (laughs) with friends more so so much of hey um I notice it's Monday and you're off Friday at the same time I'm off let's all go get drinks after work let's get a group together And I'm like, okay, yeah, that sounds fun. And then Friday comes around. I'm like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Where in relationships, um, like my chef friend, um, we, we planned out a week later and we, we said, Hey, let's do next Monday at this time where all week I was looking forward to it. Like, I was like, I know I work all day, but I don't care. I want to, like, I want to see him. Like, I'm excited because I knew there was that time, like it wasn't leading me on like wondering when I'm going to see him next because 
we set a time. And I like that. Like, it's it's great. So I know one of my boundaries is, like, there needs to be set times and dates and things need to be planned out. I'm, I'm no longer going to wing it because the eight-month guy, like, we wung it all. Wung it. Winged it. We winged it. Um, and it was always like, just come over. I'm so tired. Let's just watch movies. And I'm like, okay. One of my other things that I am setting the boundary for that I'm not budging on is is stating intentions. If someone's not going to state intentions with me, I'm not going to... And I'm, if I'm not going to state my intentions with them, I'm not going to think anything more of it. I went on that drinking date. I did not state any of my intentions, which my intentions were to get to know someone because they had great stories and see if there is a friendship there, considering like I am still on the path of wanting to get out of my hometown and meeting someone in my hometown is not gonna I don't really want to start something that's only gonna be here and so he never asked for my intentions I never asked for his intentions on the first date I did not consider a date like I consider first meets first interactions more of a learning time um but he didn't know my intentions he didn't know my desires and he made so many assumptions that it made me feel so uncomfortable and I I had a hard time voicing my comfort level and so that exploded a week before Nashville which is really good because my intentions for Nashville was to have fun with my friend to have fun with my medical friend and I did that and I'm glad that the drinks guy exploded and showed me his real intentions and heavily voiced his needs, but didn't really listen to anything I had to say. And then, then on top of it, kind of just pointed like, this is what you're blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, you've listened to my first podcast and you said that I'm jaded. I'm not jaded. Like, he made so many assumptions of who I was and didn't actually listen to me. Like, the first drink thing, he talked about himself. And that's fine because I'm more comfortable asking the questions and having someone else talk than me talk, which is not what I'm looking for in a relationship. <laughs> so, definitely know that that's one of my big things is, like, I need to have someone who is 50-50 with me, who is going to give just as much as they get. So I'm going to read a list of what boundaries sound like. It's not my responsibility to make sure others are responsible. It's not my job to rescue people from their drama. It's okay if others get angry. It's okay to say no. It's my job to make me happy and figure out what brings me joy. It's not my job to think, feel, or live for others. I have the right to feel my feelings no matter what anyone else feels about my feelings. No one has to agree with me. No one has a right to verbally abuse me. It's not okay to mesh my thoughts, emotions on other people. It's okay to spend time alone without explaining myself. I do not need permission to be who I am, think what I think, nor to 
honor myself. Other people have every right to not like me or disagree with me, but they do not have the right to disrespect me. I have a right to end draining conversations and relationships. I know I am enough. So that alone was really hard for me to say and walk through. And this is that constant reminder that is needed to understand that these boundaries and what some look like, like these are, these are boundaries that I came across like online. I was like, oh, this hits all of mine. That's, (laughs) that's pretty, pretty good. So that's all the time I have for today, but I know that I said that this is a bi-weekly podcast and it felt wrong waiting two weeks to post this. So I do have another one coming up soon and stay tuned for more. Bye.